Imagine the crispness of the autumn air fills your lungs as you hike the infamous Al Foster Trail. With each footstep, you leave the sounds of crunched up leaves in your wake. The sun sets fast on the trail and you turn on your headlamp, but soon the moon is the only light you'll need. The downed maple leaves almost glisten in the bath of the moon. The stillness starts to close in. You've never felt claustrophobic in the outdoors. You move ahead and the leaves give way to the white gravel as you follow the gentle descent. Soon, you find yourself in a shallow valley and see movement on the ridge above backed by the gentle shine of the moon. Then, you notice a human shape in the trees, a shadow, backlit. Leaves rustle and you see another and another they're everywhere. These things aren't shadows. They're darkness incarnate. One of those things got in. Kill it. Scary. Terrifying. Are you shivering? I, I, I sharded a little bit. I was so terrified. <laughs> Close that off. Um. <laughs> Well, good evening, Crypt Keepers, and welcome to this very scary Halloween episode of Cryptique. We are coming to you dead from the crypt of the Free Energy Studios in haunted St. Louis. I'm joined, as always, by a man who needs no introduction, but he does maintain his dignity while wearing a hot dog costume for Halloween. What's up, Ryan? You know, that, that one's all right. I've been looking mm-hmm. at, at things that I should dress up. For, for Halloween, like what what I should be, maybe a hot dog. It's not bad. What was that movie like? Admitted or something like that. There's, I remember from the trailer. It's a it's a college movie from like the early two thousands where the guy is standing in the quad yelling like, "Ask me about my wiener," wearing a giant hot, like hot dog outfit. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it'll be fun going to parties and making twenty year old movie references. Well, those dark figures you see from the corner of your eye might be more than a figment of your imagination. And we're going to be reviewing an article by Nina Khan. That would be from Bustle.com. Have you ever been reading or watching TV when suddenly in the periphery of your own vision? No, not your own vision, just your vision. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're not getting up at you about Not it. in someone else's vision. That would yeah. be really fucked up. Yeah, and then you realize that you have psychic powers, so you make them do things without them realizing it, and then they slowly lose their mind over the course of several months as they lose an hour here or there, chairs move across the room. Is that what happened have, to you? Huh? No, not it hasn't happened to me, no. Wouldn't that be a cool power though, to <laughs> like be able to tap into somebody's like not necessarily take over just, but just in- to see and hear everything that they're seeing and hearing i don't know. i mean if you could turn it I on and off y- obviously. okay maybe yeah maybe dark humanoid figures like these are commonly known as shadow people and they can be extremely scary and unsettling to the people who experience seeing them but defining exactly what shadow people are and if they're actually paranormal is up for debate Descriptions of shadowy human-like figures have appeared in folklore and religious texts throughout history and across cultures. Some examples include supernatural creatures known as jinn of ancient Islamic theology and the beings known as the Maluso Chito of the Native American Choctaw tribes mythology. The modern term shadow people was coined by paranormal researcher and book author Heidi Hollis who claims that shadow people have been around since the beginning of time and usually appear as dark human-shaped silhouettes in our peripheral vision. The fear of the dark and all of its shadows is a common one, probably because our eyes tend to play tricks on us when the lights are low. A jacket hanging on the door can easily morph into a silhouette, and a pile of blankets can suddenly look like someone lurking in your bed. But could shadow people be more than that? Here's what you need to know about shadow people and what it means if you see one. What are shadow people? Shadow people are a bit of an enigma in the paranormal community, according to professional witch and psychic Renee Watt. That's what she told Bustle.com. What's a professional witch do? I don't know. I mean, I think I might have met a few, but I don't think it's the same kind of witch. 
I mean, there's like a, <laughs> there's a, uh, you know, a professional pastor or a rabbi, you know, that sort of thing. I guess maybe it could be like if you're the leader of a coven or something. I don't know. I guess that's a good gig if you can get it. Mm-hmm. They are often thought of as ghosts or a collection of negative energy, but as is true with most paranormal phenomena, there is no finite answer. According to Watt, shadow people can appear in different forms and may even indicate that someone is under a psychic attack. Many paranormal experts also theorize that there may be a connection between shadow people and extraterrestrial life, and that these beings could be otherworldly in origin or have a correlation with alleged alien abduction experiences. Are they a figment of your imagination? The explanation we get from skeptics in mainstream science and people who have never experienced the shadow people phenomena is that it is nothing more than the act of human imagination. It's our minds playing tricks on us, our eyes seeing things in a fraction of a second that aren't really there, illusions. Real shadows caused by passing automobile headlights or some similar explanation. Without a doubt, these explanations probably can account for some, if not many, experiences. The human eye and mind are easily fooled, but can they account for all cases? No. No, they can't. Let's tap into the theory that they may be ghosts. So, to call these entities ghosts, you really kind of need to define what a ghost is. What's your definition of a ghost, Ryan? Put you on the spot. A a ghost I would define as a person formerly living but rendered incorporeal. Fancy. And kind of hanging about. <laughs> I know what incorporeal means, but why don't you tell the listeners just in case? Uh, without a body. Or okay. Separated from a body. Yeah, I, I think I agree. And I think most people would agree that it's a disembodied soul. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if we look at the Catholic faith, I think that ghosts might be people who are in purgatory. What do you think about that? I think that's a reasonable explanation. Yeah. All right. But by almost any definition, shadow people are somewhat different than ghost phenomena. Whereas ghost apparitions are almost always a misty white vapor-like or have a decidedly human form and appearance... And you can see clothing on them a lot of times, too. Uh, We hear a lot about, like, the hat man and, you know, people wearing fedoras and even top hats. So there's Mm. that. Uh, Shadow beings are much darker and more shadow-like, hence the name shadow people. But in general, although shadow people often have a human outline or shape, because they are dark, the details of their appearance is lacking. This is in contrast to many ghost sightings. I know, it was so cheesy, but... (laughs) This is in contrast to many ghost sightings in which the witness can describe the ghost's facial features, style of clothing, and other details. The one detail most often noted in some shadow being sightings are their glowing red eyes. It's okay, we can be cheesy. It's a Halloween episode. (laughs) Have some fun. What else could they be? Uh, they could be demons or some other type of spirit entity. The dark countenance and malevolent feelings that are often reported in association with these creatures have led some researchers to speculate that they may be demonic in nature. If they are demons, we have to wonder what their purpose or intent is in letting themselves be seen in this manner. Is it simply to frighten us? Well, it could be. Uh, If you haven't listened to our Demonology with M.R. Gorga episode, please go back and listen to that. And in his theology or or his his opinion that ghosts and shadow people and all these things are demonic in nature. But we've also talked a little bit about astral projection. So... They could be astral bodies. One theory suggests that shadow people are the shadows or essences of people who are having out-of-body experiences. So that would make sense, you know, in general, but I don't know. I I mean, 
it depends on the circumstances. Like, you know, what we referred to earlier, if you're walking down a trail and you see 30 of them standing on the ridge line, it's probably not 30 people who are having out-of-body experiences that just are like, you know what, let's all go to Al Foster Trail tonight. <laughs> so, but according to Jerry Gross, an author, lecturer, and teacher of astral travel, friend of the show, we need to get him on, um, we all travel out of the body when we are asleep. Perhaps, this theory says, we are seeing the ephemeral astral bodies of these twilight travelers. Twilight Travelers is not a bad band name. No, that'd be good. Do you think they could be time travelers? Well, another theory is that people from the future could have found the means to travel to the past, specifically to our time. However, when they accomplish this feat, maybe the state that they're in causes them to appear to us as merely a passing of shadows as they observe the events of our timeline. Interdimensional beings. Even mainstream science is fairly convinced that there are dimensions other than the three we inhabit. And I kind of take a little note with that because obviously we have height, width, and depth, but there's also time. And I, I guess you could say space is part of the height, width, and depth, but I don't know. I kind of think space is a, another one. What do you think? I don't really know. I haven't right. thought a whole lot about it, truthfully. Well, think about it and tell us in the final thoughts. <laughs> and if these other dimensions exist, who or what, if anything, inhabits them? Some theorists say that these dimensions exist parallel and very close to our own, although invisible to us. And if there are inhabitants in these other dimensions, it is possible that they have found a way to intrude on our dimension and become at least partially visible. If so, they could very well appear as shadows. It has long been held by psychics and other sensitives that beings on other planes of existence are of different vibrations. And I love that. We are going to get into some vibrational depth at some point in Cryptique's future here, but hmm. I digress. Science is beginning to look at reality on a quantum level in the same way that particles of the smallest size exist as vibrations. Perhaps, some theorize, the vibrations of our existence are beginning to mesh with those of another dimension, which accounts for the increase in such phenomena as ghosts, shadow people, and possibly even aliens. What about aliens? Well, the alien abduction and UFO phenomena are so common and well-known it's no surprise that extraterrestrials are suspected as being some of these shadow people. Abductees have reported in many cases that the alien greys seem to be able to pass through walls and closed windows and to appear and disappear abruptly among other otherworldly abilities. Perhaps, too, they can go about their alien agenda disguised in the shadows. Aliens and ghosts could be interdimensional beings, or aliens could be time travelers, and some believe demons are responsible for all of these disturbing phenomena. So maybe it's all just going to remain a mystery. Yeah, and and we talked about uh, demons being responsible for the alien stuff with MR Gorga too, so go back and check that out. That's our number one episode, by the way. Hmm. Well could be a mystery. There's no way to prove or disprove any theories about a phenomena that is so mysterious and that happens so quickly and without warning. Yet. But science is working on it. Science finds it virtually impossible to catalog or study such phenomena in any methodical way. All we can do is document personal experiences and try to piece together what the shadow people phenomenon might be. Perhaps it's an old mystery becoming more recognizable. Perhaps it represents a doorway to and from different planes of existence. Or perhaps they simply are just shadows. While the exact supernatural origin of these shadow-like beings is debated among paranormal experts, there is one thing that most agree on, which is that the presence of shadow people is wholly unsettling. These shadowy, and this is a quote here, <laughs> These shadowy, human-like entities have a bit of a murky reputation, as most people who report seeing them state that they feel uncomfortable, scared, and in some extreme cases, even paralyzed with fear, according to Watt. 
Most reports on shadow people are overwhelmingly negative and are accompanied by a feeling of dread. So do shadow people have a scientific explanation? We'll find out after a quick break. Hey, my name is Ryan. And I'm pretty sure I'm Joe. And we are the hosts of Movie Hell, a podcast all about movies and pop culture. We're two buddies who talk about this stuff anyway and wanted to share our own madness with all of you. Yeah, we have these discussions anyway and rant and rave about movies, TV, and pop culture in general, so why not share it? The objective of Movie Hell is to bring you reviews and discussions of flops to avoid, new stuff to see, and hidden gems that might end up being your new favorite. Whether you're looking for that perfect movie for Friday night or wondering if anybody else found Mr. Nobody as unsettling as you did, I'm sure there's something for everyone to enjoy, and if not, let us know and we can always learn and improve. Ah, boy, do we have room to improve. You can listen to Movie How on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and pretty much anywhere else fine podcasts are curated. So we're going to have shows coming up. Uh, One is with Frank Jacob through the Looking Glass, and we are going to be speaking with him about time travel. We're going to be talking about the transhumanism agenda. And, of course, like we like to ask everybody, who's the Antichrist? Welcome back, Crypt Keepers. Skeptics note that seeing shadow people could simply be chalked up to sleep paralysis or swamp gas, or (laughs) ball lightning, which is a medical phenomenon that takes place when someone is in between sleeping and a wakeful state. Uh, During sleep paralysis, a person feels fully conscious, but they're unable to move or speak and may experience a feeling of intense dread, the sensation of being suffocated, or even hallucinations of shadowy figures. Other potential explanations include experiencing heightened emotional states, sleep deprivation, which, yeah, that can really mess with people, or substance abuse. Meth heads do be seeing a lot of shadow people. That's true. Uh, It's also important to consider that most shadow person sightings appear in our peripheral vision, which is designed to detect motion and movement, not detail. That said, it would be easier to mistake something in the corner of our eye for something it isn't than it would be if we were to see something head on. But you want to tell us about the science.org article? Boy, do I. Mm -hmm. According to a new study, when a specific region of the brain called the left temporal parietal junction, or TPJ, is stimulated, I almost had more of a problem with TPJ than the word (laughs) itself. Uh, it can create the illusion of a shadow person, given that such experiences are often heightened in psychotic disorders such as schizophrenia and paranoia, and even in those who believe they've been abducted by aliens, the results could lead to a better understanding of these neurological conditions. The finding emerged by accident. Neurologist Olaf Blanc of the Brain Mind Institute in Lausanne? Sure. In Lausanne, Switzerland, and his colleagues... We're attempting to identify the source of epileptic seizures in a 23-year-old woman. They applied a mild current through surgically implanted electrodes to various regions of her brain. That's pretty cool. Fuck around and find out is still alive in the medical industry. (laughs) Not much happened until the researchers stimulated the woman's left (laughs) T-PG. Not much happened until the researchers stimulated the woman's left TPJ located roughly above the left ear. Suddenly, she reported feeling the presence of a mystery person behind her, a motionless and speechless shadow that imitated her body posture and actions. He lay beneath her when she lay down, sat behind her when she sat down, and attempted to take a test card from her when she tried to participate in a language exercise. Dude, shadow people always be fucking with you when you're trying to take a test card. (laughs) You can't get away from it everywhere. But, I mean, in reality... Come on. Yes. If someone tells me, you know, I was walking on that Al Foster trail and I just happened to have two electrodes implanted in my brain and they were passing an electrical current through my left TPJ (laughs) and I saw shadow people, then I'd be like, okay, that's probably the 
electric current being passed through your TPJ. But I have yet to read a shadow person encounter aside from the one that you read just now that, you know, took place uh, spontaneously somewhere where they just happened to have, you know, an electric current being passed through their head. So whatever. But go ahead. So all this really proves is that shadow people can be created by passing an electrical current through your brain with implanted electrodes. Am I wrong? You are right. Such delusions are similar to those seen in patients with schizophrenia, says Blanc. Schizophrenics often mistake their own bodies to be someone else's, for example, and attribute their own actions to others. They also have frequent illusions of being followed or controlled by a stranger, as do those who claim to have been manipulated by aliens. Ryan likes to be manipulated by the stranger, don't you? You're sitting on your hand now, aren't you? (laughs) Oh my god, now our audience knows what a stranger is. (sighs) I was going to make a joke that manipulated by a stranger is... uh, What was the band name we came up with a few? Uh, Twilight Travelers. Yeah, Twilight Travelers. Manipulated by a stranger is their first hit single. (laughs) Blanc says the shadow person phenomenon may shed light on how the brain perceives itself. In order to recognize its own body, he says, the brain uses sensory information such as visual and proprioceptive cues, which indicate the position of body parts relative to each other and everything else. The TPJ is known to put some of these cues together. When this function is disrupted, the brain perceives two bodies instead of one and mistakes the second one for that of a stranger, the researchers proposed. It's a valid idea, says neurologist Pawan Sina, that sounds about right, of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology in Boston. But this might just be one of many mechanisms that generate such hallucinations, he says. What I like is the names that people come up with for their their institutes or, or whatever like the other one okay the brain mind, brain mind institute. institute yeah yeah like come on that's one i've heard of a lot though really mm-hmm. it's a they need to rename it i i would be i would become a proctologist and i would have the <laughs> booty butt institute that'd <laughs> <laughs> be nice <laughs> come and check this out all right so what should we do if you see a shadow person It's normal to feel fearful if you see something as inexplicable as a shadow person. But according to experts, it's best to focus on staying grounded and not letting yourself be overwhelmed by the discomfort of what you're experiencing. Shadow people can smell fear. It's true. (laughs) If you encounter a shadow person, the worst thing you can do is give it your fear, as entities with negative intent thrive on their ability to make us feel unsafe or uncomfortable. Watt says... I think that was the witch. I think so, because I quoted Watt as well. The best thing you can do is call in spiritual protection, pray, or simply stand your ground by firmly telling the shadow person to leave you alone. I don't know, man. Leave me alone. (laughs) A one-off encounter with a shadow person can be creepy, but if your visions of these entities are ongoing, it might indicate that it's time to do some spiritual cleansing of your energy field and your living space. I want to point out that Cryptique does not give out medical advice under any circumstances, but you might want to see a doctor too. I mean, I... I don't know what the numbers are, but I have to believe that there's more people with schizophrenia that have seen shadow people than people that have seen like legit shadow people, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the chances that you currently have a electrical current going through your brain are probably low, but never zero. Yeah. Maybe you've got two wires touching up there that shouldn't, (laughs) or maybe you shocked yourself. Uh, Seriously. Yeah.
I, I there I think there are a lot of explanations for shadow people. Some of which could be medical. Like I think there could be legit reasons. Like you might have a floater in your eye. You might be starting to have a stroke, and yeah. you're starting to see you know your vision kind of go a little kind weird, of like little... an aura that people have when they get uh, seizures. Yeah, like there's there's all kinds of things that can happen. So probably visiting a doctor is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to purify your home, anything, you know, like that, uh, that's that's fine. You can do that, too, because, A, it may work, and, B, it may be a placebo effect and work. Hmm. It's not going to hurt you to burn sage in your house unless you catch your house on fire. Right. But, um, so you can spiritually cleanse your home and hopefully keep shadow people at bay by performing a protection ritual putting out cleansing crystals in your home, or burning purifying herbs. But be careful which herbs you choose to burn to try and not have hallucinations. <laughs> Any final thoughts on shadow people? I've never personally experienced shadow people. Have you? Well, uh, I have not personally seen a shadow person. No. Um, I've seen a lot of pictures and on a movie that I made a long time ago that probably none of you will ever see on the cover is actually a picture from Al Foster Trail with a bunch of shadow people in like on top of the ridge backlit by the moon. But I have at, at times uh, during sleep deprivation seen moving shadows like um long time ago they uh they they thought i had i guess adhd mm. and i had a medicine called vivance which is essentially a uh uh amphetamine and so you know i i took it and i just didn't sleep for like three days and at the like towards the end i would see like a shadow move in the corner of my eye and i mean you know i knew like okay dude you've been awake for three days of course you're gonna see weird shit like that and that also you know told me that wasn't the right medicine but uh <laughs> but i i've never encountered an actual like full-bodied shadow apparition now but i do believe that they're real i i don't think that they're all hallucinations or figments of you know people's imagination or whatever because it goes to the beginning of time across mm -hmm. cultures across regions uh it, it's it's a lot for it to all be in your head you know right. what i mean yeah yeah i agree with that i've never seen them i've seen i don't know i've seen things Mm -hmm. But I can't say what they were for sure. I mean, even just earlier today, I saw what I thought was somebody moving outside the window. But it was just the way like a branch on a tree outside kind of passed in front of this window that has blinds. And it just looked really strange for a second. Like it actually startled me to the point that I started to get up to be like, who, mm -hmm. who is walking outside? Um, but yeah, as far as like legitimately seeing a shadow person. I've seen a lot of videos and photos that people claim, you know, are of that. Yeah. And the really bizarre part to me has always been the ones that look really legit. The yeah. shadow figure is like darker than the dark background of the photo. Yeah. Like if they're, you know, like you're talking that you have this picture from a trail, I'm guessing they're darker than like the dark sky that's behind them. They're right. Darker than, like the shadows of the trees behind them because well, otherwise you wouldn't be able to see them if they were the same level of darkness, but it's like, exactly. Yeah. You'll see these shadow pictures that people post online where there there's like a person and then a shadow figure like right behind them or right next to them. And the person mm -hmm. you can tell it's a person who's in, in the dark. And then the thing next to them, it's like, that is a, just a void. Yeah. It's eminent darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Blacker than the blackest of souls. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. What would All that right. be, Amber Heard? Yes. <laughs> you know what? So that chick shit on Johnny Depp's pillow, right? Or Yeah, whatever she did. 
something like that. There's probably shit in the bed. There's probably people out there that are that like her more now. That's how fucked up our world is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, dude, she shits on your pillow. <gasps> I'm in love. It's everything I didn't know I couldn't live without. Ryan is going to start with his ghost story voice. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, I do. I do appreciate the stage direction. Thank you. <laughs> During the late 1960s, a family encountered shadow people on three separate occasions. The first time they caught one looking through their bedroom window before disappearing. The second was a few months later when they woke to five shadow people lurking aimlessly around their bedroom. I think that would be loitering, but lurking <laughs> is spookier. The yes. third and final time was late at a summer camp. They were lying in bed in their bungalow when shadowy figures appeared and began walking in circles around the bed. Ah, Jace, the figures are just wandering around my room, smoking all my menthol cigarettes, drinking my bed. Anyway. <laughs> In all three occasions, the figures were pitch black, darker than the dimly lit room. Number two. So this user's name is Anatheum. Mm -hmm. And Anatheum has had a few encounters with shadow people, but there is only one that truly terrified them. On a summer evening, they stayed up late watching television with their sister. As they got up to go to bed, they passed by the front door and saw a Native American man standing in the frame. He stood about 6'5", wore a black suit with an old-fashioned top hat, and had long hair and sharp blue eyes. The user screamed, making their sister jump up and impulsively throw a salt shaker at the figure. The shadow person's face fell into what seemed like a sorrowful expression, then shimmered away through the front door. Later, when describing the experience to their father, he said the shadow person sounded like a description of his great uncle, who died when he was young. And that kind of leaves it open. Did he die when the, the guy was young, or did his great uncle die young? And mm. if so... I don't know when this is coming from, but a guy wearing a black suit and a top hat, like that would be like something my great, 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 great grandpa would talk about. You know what I mean? Not like my yeah, grandpa. A blue eyed six foot five Native American with a top hat is very strange and specific. Yes. But, you know, if that's what you see, that's what you see. Tell us about number three. When user one was five or six, they went into their backyard to play on their trampoline and saw three men. Ah, ah, that's one, two, three, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Maybe I emphasized the wrong spooky thing there. They were standing <laughs> side by side wearing matching hats and were pitch black. They yelled at the creepy figures to get off. Their parents heard the shouts and raced downstairs. <laughs> Sorry, get off. Just it got me. To this day, their parents recall how frightened their kid was. User 1 told their parents that there were people on the trampoline, but when they looked back, the shadow people had vanished. They didn't step on the trampoline for two years, but this isn't the end. Their grandma described waking to a dark figure standing above her many times at their old house. One night, their mother woke and saw a similar figure standing over their dad. They moved houses since, but the shadow people seem to have followed. All right, number four. After a poor night of sleep, Lossful Codex laid down midday to take a nap. They recall a strange feeling in their head, but believed it to be a side effect of sleep deprivation, which we talked about earlier, just saying. Then... From the corner of their room, they heard South Park as if there was a television sitting right beside their bed, but there wasn't. A ringing and high-pitched whooshing sound joined in the chorus. No matter how hard they tried, they couldn't lift their arms or head. Then they heard a knock at the window. Behind the glass pane crouched a dark, faceless figure. A second figure of identical stature entered through the bedroom door and sat on the edge of the bed. The shadow person spoke. I would be afraid too. I would be afraid. This is what nightmares are. This is from nightmares. Lossful Codex was confident that it was a dream, but it seemed inescapable. The room faded in and out. 
Then the user woke. It was easily the scariest experience they'd ever had with lucid dreaming. And I wouldn't define that as lucid dreaming, but this story rings true to me because I don't see someone being like, dude, the scariest thing happened the other night. I'm laying in my bed and I fucking hear Cartman. You gotta learn to chill. Life goes by pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while and do whatever you want all the time, you could miss it. Mac's earliest memory involves a shadow person. They were two or three years old at the time and recall waking to see a dark shadow on the wall beside their crib, a shadow with bright white eyes. It started moving towards them. They moved to the other side of the crib, but another shadow person was approaching from that side as well. Neither creature had any form that could easily be discerned. They were just pitch black against an already shadowed wall. With nowhere to go, they crouched in the center of their crib. Their parents recall Mac Weirdo 42 telling them Just the say shadows the user. were trying. No, I like that. I like that <laughs> name. Mac Weirdo 42 telling them the shadows were trying to get them. <sighs> people with their names. Uh, I used to have to try and get people's email addresses at Sam Goody, you know, when email was first coming out. And uh, not really, but. You know, you'd see like this businessman come in and, you know, a $700 suit and, you know, just very professional, you know, looked mm. like a lawyer and be like, oh, can I get your email address? You know, to a man, everybody would be like dog shit 6969 at gmail.com. Yeah. Or, you know, like big titty committee 42 <laughs> at Yahoo. Yes. Yes, all bad. All right, so this story is from V. At 3 a.m. one morning, V woke and went to the kitchen to get some water. On their way, they stumbled upon a shadow person sitting in the recliner in the family room. Now, they'd been seeing shadow people their entire life, so this sudden appearance was not startling. They stood still for a couple minutes to be certain it was indeed a shadow person. As their eyes adjusted to the dark, it became clearer a shadow person was sitting in their living room, staring at them. V started moving toward it. The figure seemed undaunted. When they were three feet apart, the shadow person evaporated. In the sixth grade, Clucifer attended a barbecue at a local park. I have no context or explanation for that name. I assume that's their, their birth name. After a day no, of playing that's with their, their username. Nope, nope, that's what their mama calls them. After a day of playing with their <laughs> classmates, it was time to head home. The older kids, including Lucifer, spelled differently this time, were tasked with collecting the younger <laughs> kids and getting them ready to leave. The park wasn't that big, so finding all the kids proved easy. But then things took a turn toward the paranormal. About halfway across the park, they saw a dark figure of what appeared to be a toddling small child. Thinking it was one of the kids they were looking for, the user, not Clucifer this time, and their friend ran after the shadow, yelling at it to stop. When the figure reached the edge of the park, it turned white, dropped to all fours, ran up the tree like a cat, and leapt over the wall. The user and their friend ran away terrified, unsure of exactly what they saw. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. That's pretty different yeah um i think i saw it though on an episode of uh blucifer's clucifers oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry uh, i apologize everyone that was bad all right they're gonna be like dude we don't want to listen to fucking dad jokes on your show okay they're noted <laughs> one night when Mr. Tibbles, 32, was five. I can't say it without laughing. I'm trying to picture this person. You know, they have this, like, AI that will paint for you if you type in... Yeah, Dolly uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, so I wonder what would happen if we just typed in Mr. Tibbles, 32. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe we could include it in the show notes or something. That would be awesome. One night, when Mr. Tibbles, 32 was five and trying to fall asleep a shadow person appeared before their window it seemed harmless pacing back and forth in front of the window appearing 
as if someone was floating just outside the window, but the room was on the second floor, 20 feet off the ground. No living human could be outside their window. This continued to happen. Sometimes more than one would appear, and the two shadow people would interact. The user didn't realize what they were seeing at the time. They just believed it to be a childish fantasy like seeing Peter Pan. It was only recently that they were able to pinpoint exactly what they'd seen, and it was no lost boy. Pine Wolf 14 has encountered shadow people more than once. Often they hear them breathing or feel the shadow hovering over them while they sleep. They've heard whispers saying, don't move, in the middle of the night. Wisely, the user never did, but on one night this changed. Instead of lying still, they rolled over and came face to face with a shadow person. <gasps> not, you know what? I'm not going to criticize you. You don't really maybe know where the face is. It could have been <laughs> mooning you at the edge of your right. head. You don't really know. If the two had been any closer, their foreheads would have been touching. Which would mean that they'd be touching noses. Right? That is, yeah, pretty close. They could have done I mean, a unless you're like kiss. making a, yeah, unless you're making like a triangle <laughs> on your bed, you're going to be touching noses before you touch Mr. Tibbles. <laughs> they opened their mouth to scream, but there were hands around their throat choking them. They started to thrash around, punching and kicking at the shadow person until suddenly the shadow person vanished. <laughs> bet they did. So this last experience is from a user that goes by the name Mistress of Dark. So either they had been influenced into this kind of choice of a name by having dark experiences or maybe they like to talk about dark stuff. A few years ago Mistress of Dark was sleeping over at a friend's house and had trouble sleeping. As they were lying awake, a tall, solid black silhouette entered the bedroom. It wore a top hat and a long coat, and it looked like a male figure. He sat in a chair beside the bed and stared at them. After a few seconds, he started talking. The user doesn't remember the conversation exactly as the experience took place five years ago, but it was a harmless encounter and the shadow person seemed genuinely interested in them. <sighs> that sounds like a fucking drama queen. Like, mm. oh, I saw a shadow person and it was so into me. Like it wanted to know all about me and I was telling it about like my hopes and my dreams and we talked about like bands no one else knows about and uh, we were going to have some Chardonnay, but then he evaporated. But anyway. <laughs> we're going to get some wine and play flip cup. <laughs> <laughs> then a second shadow person appeared. The same black silhouette, but this time a woman. Strangely, she was crawling. The male shadow figure sitting beside them told them not to look, and the woman wouldn't notice them. She was not a good entity. Shortly after, the woman left, and at dawn, the Shadow Man too vanished. He disappeared into the sunlight. He was like, follow me on Snapchat. Yeah, that's what they do, right? They fucking show up, and then they disappear. I really wanted him to just, like, come in with the top hat and jacket and sit down and just say something totally bizarre and random, like, you got games on your phone? <laughs> or, like, it's, like, a really, like, pimp outfit. To put the outlines in right. it. He just, well, he just walks up and leans in real close and he's like, Got your motherfucking man, come here! I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. It does remind me of a story, though. Uh, so my wife teaches second grade, and we talked about like video games and stuff, you know, violent video games and whatnot. Second grade, right? Mm -hmm. So. This kid's laying on the floor, and this other kid comes up and, like, kicks him with his foot, but not like, I'm going to hurt you, kick you, but just, like, you know, like, nudged him a couple times, and my wife's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I check if he's dead. <laughs> I check if he's dead. Yes. <laughs> one of my bartenders did that one night. Like, there was this couple, and the guy wandered out of the bar. Because the doors mm -hmm. were propped open, and we didn't know for sure where he went. 
You gotta so close the, girl, the doors, dude. You can't have customers the girl, escaping. The girl who was working was like, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go see where he went. I'm gonna go check on Mr. Tibbles." Yeah, and she found him like laying down on the sidewalk in front of the bar, <laughs> and she was like, "She told me that she just like nudged him with her foot. She's like, hey, hey, buddy, you gotta, you can't sleep here.' <laughs> yeah." Not like, oh my god, are you okay? Did you fall? Like, nothing like that. It was like, nudge him to make sure he's not dead, and then tell him he's got to go. That's what you do, dude. That's how you got to roll if you have a bar. You fucking kick him and be like, no one dies at the loading bar, buddy. Beat it. <laughs> You'll ruin our sterling reputation. That's right. Um. So, long story short, yeah, I mean, I believe that there are shadow people. My feeling is that they probably are demonic in nature, and they are, I almost want to say, like, low-level demons. Because, you know, we've talked about before that, you know, demonic entities can change their shape and stuff like that. It would, I don't know, I guess maybe they know about the human psyche and whatnot, but I would think that they would appear as either something more treacherous and terrifying like, if you're going to be a shadow, be a shadow of a gargoyle, you know, or something like that. And not just like a shadow of a, a person. Or if you're not being malevolent, uh, it don't show up as a shadow person. Show up as a, you know, like one of these white ladies that we hear about with the dress that floats around and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm probably not going to sleep for like seven days and see if I can have an encounter and I'll uh, tell you guys about it. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. I think you should uh, record some vlogs with your phone while you're doing it. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, that pretty much wraps up Shadow People. Thanks for listening, Crypt Keepers. Tell them what they need to know. All right, so if you guys enjoyed it, well, I'm just trying to think, like, how do I even get into this? I'm not used to even know what to say it. So if you guys enjoyed this, uh, it would really help us out if you would just tell your friends, tell your family, tell a stranger, shout it at somebody in traffic, you know, whatever you can do to get it in front of more people would be just, just tops for us. Right. It'd be the bee's knees. <laughs> yeah, and you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere fine podcasts are curated. That would be Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Casts, whatever else. Podbean. Yes, and you guys have done such a great job sharing with people that we've seen our numbers blossom and i just want you all to know that we really appreciate it and it really does make a difference every time you click that share button you are helping us more than you know i mean it is a wonderful thing it only takes a second but it is an immense help for us so stay tuned for the Choctaw legend of Shadow Beans in their after party. We mentioned the uh, Choctaw, so I just want to read this and we'll talk about it a little bit. This is actually straight off Wikipedia. So the Choctaw have a legend of shadow-like beings. They have stories about shadow beans. Nalusa Chito, also known as Impa Shilap, it was the soul eater, a great black being. If individuals allowed evil thoughts or depression to enter their minds, Imashilup would creep inside them and eat their souls. Many people of Choctaw Nation will not say his name in fear of summoning the spirit. Nalusafalea, or the long black being, resembled a man but with very small eyes and long pointed ears. Some believe that Nalusafalea preferred to approach men by sliding on his stomach like a snake. There's also, so these are all different shadow beings in the Choctaw folklore or Choctaw religion. I don't like calling like Native American religion folklore because it sounds dismissive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's their religion. I mean, they probably say, you know, in Christian folklore and Jewish mythology you know i would love to give this one to you but unfortunately you can't see what i see so <laughs> hashak aqua huiga or the grass water drop was believed to have a connection to what is termed willow the wisp so we know about that from uh brave right yeah <laughs> <laughs> only its heart is visible 
and that only at night. Hashak Aqua Huiga leads astray anyone who looks at it. It was also believed that every man had a Shalambish, the outside shadow, which always followed him, and Shalup, the inside shadow or ghost, which after death goes to the land of ghosts. The Shalambish was supposed to remain upon earth and wander restlessly about its former home, often moaning to frighten its surviving friends. It tried to make them forsake the spot and seek another place to live. So there's a couple couple more in here if you're interested in the uh, Choctaw legends of shadow people you should look that up and have a happy and safe and spooky Halloween. Thank you.